Thank you for listening to the program. In verse 4 of the first chapter of Revelation, uh, it, the first word is John. And uh, I remember uh, thinking about it last time was the fact that several times he refers to himself in the third person. And uh, in the Gospels, different things, the, the disciple the Lord loved or the one that leaned on his breast, things like that. Uh, but uh, here, he just got through doing that, as it were, in his statement that uh, the Father gave Christ this revelation. Christ gave it to his angel, which gave it to me to show to you. Uh, but he didn't say me. He said his servant John. And I was thinking, yeah, I'd say he showed it to me, but he's saying he's serving John. But but he does right here. Then he's saying John, and right away, oh, you mean the servant that you just got? Yeah, me. I'm John. And and I say that because in verse nine he says, uh, I John, I it's me, John. It really is me. Oh, you're the great apostle of love. And oh yeah, but I'm also your brother and companion in tribulation. Not the great tribulation in persecution is what the word means. Uh, not the great one, no. But uh, tribulation and in the kingdom. The, one, the thousand year kingdom on the earth, no. But the kingdom, the everlasting kingdom. And there again it's a person. And it's him, it's your relationship to him. That's his kingdom, his people. And patience. I'm your companion in testing. I, I'm tested too. And I, through much tribulation, we enter the kingdom. See, uh, there's a lot of, lot of um, what, what do we mean by what we say? What does the writer of Scripture mean? What, what does the Spirit mean? And that's really who's saying this to us. And John is saying, though, I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm a companion to in any, any way you want to look at it. Uh, testing, tribulation, or in knowing Him, or in patience, having patience. And, and uh, that's why I'm in the island called Patmos, is because of that very thing I know, and for the Word and for the testimony of Christ. And one day I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, and uh, then that begins a profound thing where He sees the Lord Himself. But first, I don't want to jump ahead because I don't want to uh, rush this, but, but there's time for that if there is time. But right here, I, I was kind of wanting to do that because that's the human nature. But um, <clears throat> I'm having uh, other ideas here that uh, say, uh, kind of like my, I remember my grandmother uh, she was a strong believer, uh, and but I didn't ever say much to her. You know how I don't know. I should have, but uh, it was might as well have been my great grandmother. But it was my grandmother, and and we were on the farm, and kind of out of the old school they were, and and uh, it, it became like uh, you didn't say a whole lot, but you knew they loved you, that kind of thing. But one day, I re I never forget it. We were standing there, and I was maybe uh, I was probably my late i don't know early 20s uh, not probably early 20s i don't remember but i i went by dropped by for a visit uh 
And we were outside there, and, and the flowers were in the garden. And I, well, yeah, older people like to grow flowers, and that's great, Grandma. But she said to me, she looked and she said, Pat, she said, until you learn to slow down and smell the flowers and enjoy smelling them, life's going to pass you by if you don't slow down and learn to smell the flowers and enjoy smelling them life's going to pass you by and i heard what she said i didn't even know what to say i didn't say anything she went back and uh, to looking at the flowers there and uh, but she did say one other thing uh, about it that i was too young too unaware i didn't even know the lord to put together what she was saying is yeah you've got to learn to stop and and smell the flowers you've got to slow down and I thought, no, if I slow down, life will pass me by. And she was saying, if you don't, life's going to pass you by. I didn't even know what she was talking about. But in that same conversation that we only had two or three, and that was one of them, she said, my dad, and I didn't know. I just, oh, here we go with the story. But no, she. now I look and see exactly what she was saying. She said, my dad, he was a preacher. And she said, I was raised uh in that and i'm a and i knew she was a strong believer i already knew that about my grandmother uh, but anyway uh, she was saying and when i was a little kid though she said like you on the farm she said a little harder then but uh but we did come in to eat and took time off and she said my dad would uh he was a preacher but he was a farmer too and she said, uh, we'd all eat, and the kids, and whoever in the family working, I don't know, it's a little different there, but the idea of the family on the farm, and I, I was sort of knew some of, I did know that to, to an extent, just later on, but she said, when we came in and ate, and we did the same thing, you hit the floor in front of the air conditioner, because it's 100 degrees outside, and you wanted to get some rest, and then you were dreaded the moment you were woke up saying time to go, you knew that meant back to the field, so you really didn't want to hear that. But she said, my dad, he said, she said, we'd all the kids, yeah, we'd eat, and boy, that food was good, but we couldn't wait to kind of sleep and rest and psych up for it. She didn't say that, but get ready for the going back to the field. And uh, she said, my dad, though, he would sit at the old piano we had and play tunes, play hymns, and sing hymns. And I said, really? She said, yeah, yeah, he would sing hymns. He, I said, everybody, and she said, no, just to himself. You had to kind of know what he was singing in the tune to hear it and know that he was just, he was, it's just him. And she said, I saw that as a kid. And she said, that showed me how much he uh, reverenced God and, and nobody knew. And he, she said, I was probably one of a few that were awake to even know he was doing it. And, and she said, but I saw that and I never forgot that. And so she was telling me, I, bl I see now, my dad slowed down to know God, even though he was working in the field and in charge and responsible for things we didn't even know when it came time to eat and lay down for his own enjoyment and rest. No, he wanted to take that time he had and worship God in his own way. That's what I see now. But at the time, I thought she was telling me stories about flowers and a story about her dad. And uh, she was, she was something else. I mean, she could, she was loving and kind, but I guess, but I, <laughs> I don't know. She was just, she was, uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm not big on culture and stuff like that, but, or race, but, 
there are races of people. I mean, Tower of Babel, you can't deny that. They tried that. Or, I mean, God did that to them, and man's tried ever since to put it back together, and he's getting pretty close now to putting it all back together and making one world out of it, one man. There's nothing now we can't achieve. We're all together. The people at the Tower of Babel say, well, that doesn't sound like too good an idea. Uh, you're reversing totally what God put in order here, and that's different languages. We're supposed to be different peoples, and within those peoples be families, and within those families be individuals to God, freedom, as it were. And that's what this country's all about. And yeah, this time, uh, I'm thankful for what we have, but I'm thankful for him because he's given me everything I've got, good and bad. I'm thankful to him for all of it. I have to be. And I have to have faith to say that, but I do mean that. And so, anyway, maybe that's part of being Irish. I don't know. But but her dad apparently was and was a true uh, immigrant over here and uh, married, uh, I don't know. I, I, I may have it wrong, but I don't think so. Best I ever heard. And there wasn't a whole lot of said about anything. But but as it were, she was and, and half anyway. And then my dad, I don't know how you work that on down to an eighth of me. And, uh, well, that's where I probably fall off and don't even come up to an eighth. I don't know. I don't know. I just know all peoples are one kind. And that's what he says here. All will see him. All kindreds. All kinds of people. All races. All cultures. All, all whatever mixed or not or what. Every human being of the earth will see him. Those that are his enemies and us who are not. Well, but like he says to his own Beware of that day. It'll come as thief and night. It won't be ready. And what about your death? That'll come as thief and night. I already uh, began to realize that. People have told me that. That, hey, that's what'll happen. <laughs> you won't have to worry about him coming back. You being right. Then you're going to die and stand before him. And then, then will be then. And uh, it's a real sobering thing to wake up to that fact. But that's what he was trying to tell him. In the end of Acts there, when they say, and okay, born again, all that. But hey, after that, can you rule the world? So what? You come back and all, so, and it's turned into, I hate to say it, but so we don't die. No, that'd be the last reason. That'd be the last. We don't die. We're just talking to somebody about that. I, I've got to change my thinking. No, we don't die. Oh, we just live somewhere else. That's all. We don't die. But lost people... Or saved people. What do you mean? Lots of people say no. We don't die. And they don't. They're just not snuffed out. The believer. If you believe in being born again. And the Old Testament promise of. I will put my spirit into you. I will put my heart into you. I'll take the old heart out. I will put a new spirit into you. I will put my spirit into you. If you believe that. And it said when Messiah comes. That's what will happen. That way you'll be able. Able to do it. And love him and keep his commandments. So if you believe that's really happened. Then you have been. The old spirit is as it were snuffed out. But instantly replaced with a new one. That you hardly would know the difference. You're still yourself. But I remember that moment in my heart. I was still myself. But that's about all that was the same. Everything else had changed. Because I'd given it all up. I was finished. I was out. 
I was out. I was out of the picture. I was like they uh, on the radio, over and out. I'm out. And uh, I, I was, and I had nothing to lose. I hated myself. I hated life. all that. So see, when he came into my heart, I knew who he was, and I believed. And then for a while there, a few days, it was all about him. Because there was nothing else. But then came the, oh, the struggle. Oh, well, I shouldn't have said that. Well, Lord, I can handle it. I'll show you how. And I meant well, but, oh, it's a long, hard lesson to learn. And, I, I, and I'm confident that's what we'll see in, or I'll see, or somebody hopefully would see in Revelation is the fact of who he is. Because for one thing, for one thing, the... Uh, the idea of uh, every eye will see him. That's every eye will. There, there's quite a few words for see. And uh, quite a few. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, we'll see. And no, I, I think I see him. Well, I don't see him. Well, now I do. Well, I, am I seeing what you're seeing? You see what I mean? Well, every eye will see him. That word there means... Uh, like everybody saw the UFO, really? Yeah, yeah, we really gazed at it. We stared at it. Couldn't hardly believe it. Uh, but it was there. We we saw it. See that? And uh, it's not the very same word at all that John says. I'm a witness. I saw it in the way that on on beyond, as it were, here though it's just an average word for every eye. They can't be a witness to him, but they'll see him. Not in the oh, there he is. Well. No, <clears throat> that's him. Everybody, one way or another, somehow or another, even his enemies, are going to see him. Every knee will bow before him. That, now, I'm not saying it says that, but we'll see him because we're like him and we'll be like him because of why? Because we've been purified from what? Anything but who he is in us. I, I am confident of that and that's why james says uh john says in his other uh shorter or his own letters <clears throat> if you're abiding in him and you're knowing his love uh joy and peace i have to keep putting that in there because i know what it's like to not have resentment but not have and say well that's love but where's the joy and peace and john says in his letter there again your joy's not full well, there's there's a, another thing there. there. There's something else wrong, or your peace and joy would be part of your love. So your love for him is not right. So I have to go back and look at that. Why isn't all of that there? It's because really the love isn't there. Not like I would think it is. And at first when I was saved, that's all there was, was him and his love for me. He first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. And I understood that. But then it became about my love for him. And the bottom line was I didn't understand about being born again. I knew that as a doctrine. But to me, that's sort of kind of just believing in him. <laughs> yeah, I'm born again. I'm a Christian. Born again, believe. Well, and not know what that meant. And uh, so, but I say the hard way, I don't know, maybe the only way, but for me, Hard, but one I I did hear not too long ago think that I had learned the lesson of uh, giving up all resentment to be close to him, and that's true. That's true. Like he says to Ephesus, everything looks good, but I'm going to have to remove fellowship, the candlestick, because what is that? Because 
You don't love me like you did at first. Who else could possibly be loved if they are not aware of it? And he said, you haven't fainted. You, you've labored. You've kept my patience. That's where I think you don't have resentment. And maybe your fellowship, you're in the door there, in the room where he lives in your heart, the holy place. But to come over and eat with him and sit at his table and that to eat with it, you don't, it's not a potluck. You don't bring your own food. It's his food. It's him. And to be a part of him, you have to give up totally anything that's not. And so give up resentment, yeah. How about give up the resenter, self? The sinner, yeah, give up the sin, but how about the sinner? See, he fixed that problem when we're born again. And to go back to the old, James says that's not too good, <clears throat> really. You're sort of stepping out on him with yourself. That's not too good at all. It's sort of an enemy of God, not a friend like you think you are. And so we have to die. And you say, well, I think the Lord said that. I, 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 yeah, that's remember I'm reading the Gospel of John over and over when I was first saved. I kept seeing that. Die to yourself, die to yourself, crucify yourself. You want to abide in my love? You have to do that. And I thought... Well, I don't know what I thought. I, I don't know my conscious mind. Even at that point, as a baby born again, I, di I didn't understand that. Uh, and um, I went to sleep not understanding. And he woke me up to that, that I didn't understand. And I needed to wake up. But uh, I'm trying to watch the time. Uh, apparently, I still have a little bit. Because <clears throat> last time, an hour, I thought, man. And it's because I didn't... Uh, but uh, I'm too used to radio, I guess. And two, it, it, it never hardly ever occurs to me that I'm actually recording right now. To me, uh, whoever is listening is listening. But in all reality, of course they're not. But now see, that's probably one of the few times I've ever even thought about that. But that's fine. But but there are things about radio I need to, and time was one of them. Uh, time to start. Well, you started or else you had to bail totally and have a reason for it. And, and lie and say it was technical difficulty. And, and no, you couldn't do that. So you'd have to do your best. And then at a certain time, that time's up. <clears throat> it's over. You have to stop now. So it was a exercise for 30 plus years I did in teaching the Bible, not much less, or, or in part of being on the radio. But that's how it started, was that alone. And it got complicated. That's what I see here. He's saying, I, I think we'll see here that he's saying. And, and John says, the first thing he said to me is, I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm the first and the last. We are complete in him. I remember <clears throat> thinking of radio there. I remember uh, the last part of it there, I, the years I, I would, uh, before you were going to go on, the, we had a sign hanging in the studio. <clears throat> way back when I, it, it got taken down but the first 10 years I, it said make sure your brain is working before you put your mouth into gear and it was right there in front of the microphone <laughs> every time <laughs> every time you uh you, you saw that and after a while yeah you didn't see it but at first you did and and it made you think and and i learned pretty quickly how horrible it is not to do that to say something you weren't thinking, or you wouldn't have said that. So you learn pretty quickly to say, um, or, or to think before you say, or don't say, whatever. 
And uh, so I had a, a, an exercise I would to, to loosen up. Once my brain, I thought, was working, and I knew where I was at and what I was doing, then uh, before I would go on the air, and you'd think, well, that shouldn't be a problem, just go on the air. I remember the first time I was uh, tried to work into radio, and the, the guy said, uh, the trainer, or he, I was like, he he said flip that switch you're on the air live didn't have a delay there was no delay it was live radio he said just say the name of the station and then uh let go of the switch and then push this button it'll play a commercial whatever uh, eight track it was the old eight track that's all we had Tan- turntable and and eight tracks that, that was it and a live microphone so he said if you can't do it and you can't speak then uh, hit this other button, and it'll play an ID for you and say the name of the station. Then press the one for a commercial. Oh, oh okay, but I press this one to go on the air. Yeah, and uh, I say what? The name of the station. Oh, okay, and I, I, I press that button and immediately had a frozen voice. I could not speak, and I froze for a couple of seconds, and then I remembered, oh, and I reached over there and pushed that button. And I thought, what just happened? What happened there? Well, that's radio, and that was the beginning of it. And and uh, I I don't I, I I don't regret any of it, even though parts of it were extremely hard. But I learned there an opportunity now I have, not a time limit, but sort of, and people listening right now know, but sort of, and it gives me a chance to slow down. And smell the flowers. Maybe those flowers are the love of God. Maybe I need to slow down. And actually live the love of God. And have the joy and peace. That comes from a true love. Not just letting go of resentment. But turning around. And Paul said live by that rule. No resentment. No darkness. Live by that. And the Lord said you come to me. That's got to be. Then come on in. And Paul said if there's any other thing. He'll show you. I believe that's kind of like an if is yeah. Yeah, there'll be something else. And what for me it was, you have to die to self. We don't need your, I don't need your food. I don't need your card table. You can't, you can't sit over there and just be in the room. You've got to come here and be part of me. And to do that, it's not about just giving up resentment, but give up your right to even ever even think about that. That will be the total purification. But back when in radio, I had an exercise. I'd say the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, H. You know, I'd say that as fast as I could or slow as I had to to be articulate and try to get my mouth working uh, before I had made sure my brain was working. But before I put my mouth in gear, you have to make sure it's working. And you do that with the switch off (laughs) before you go into the air. And then you write it down. And after uh, quite a few years, I kind of got tired of writing it down and had to break out. And preaching kind of got that way. So now it's kind of that way, I guess. But he says, I am Alpha and Omega. And I was like, good night. That's A and Z in Greek. I am Alpha and Omega. I need to learn all about him. In him is the treasure of knowledge, of words of the alphabet, alpha and omega, first and last. 
So John saw him, and here I am not going to get to what I was wanting to try to do here, was uh, real quick. In John, uh, he says personally to the seven churches, seven is a number of completion. It really is. And, and more than that even, perfection. Seven days in a week. And here's seven churches. It means completely ten, more or less complete, like ten servants. But seven is complete and perfect. Seven day, seventh day, everything was perfect. But seven, like in the book of Revelation, you know, if you've read it, uh, seven angels, seven trumpets, seven seals, seven plagues, uh, all these sevens and uh, seven thunders. Um, uh, it, it's a book of perfection and completion because it brings about the kingdom of, of christ and the lord said i or, or john said i'm in that kingdom now for my belief in it and my trust in him see and we have to be that same way even among believers is no this is the truth of it all and so here f f um John, I, 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 I want to say grace to you from him, from him, which is, was, which is to come. Actually, that's the Father. From the seven spirits for the throne, that can be shown to be the Holy Spirit. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness. We just saw that. Father, Spirit, and Son. And he is the Spirit. The Spirit is the Spirit of the Father and Son. Very powerful. Very, very. And that's the Godhead right there. But then he says, Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness? We just got through looking at that. The martyr, the martyr, the one made sin for us. The first begotten of the dead. The first one, only one to do that. Tasted death for every man. The only one begotten from. <laughs> Creatures are sinners now. Just a matter of how long it takes. Uh, no matter what. Uh, and the prince, uh, and the first of the begotten dead. And he's the prince of the kings of the earth. Prince, I don't know, growing up I thought that was a uh, fairy tale type prince. Well, king, nah, more powerful. That means, actually, the uh, in the gospel a few programs ago when he said, in the beginning, arche, that's the word... I'm almost positive the archon, the arc, the 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 structure, the power of it all, of the kings, which is that word for basis or foot or structure or power, the foot you stand on. Uh, the kings are the kings of the earth, good or bad or not or what. He's the ch king of kings. That'd be the way to say it. The prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved. I have to say and try to stop here. I guess. Real quick, unto him that loved. That's one word. Agape, a form of agape. Unto him that loved us. Us is us. But he made a way. To what? Just forgive us of our sins? To wash us from our sins of his own blood? That's true, but to make us kings and priests. To make us part of him. Make us? We are his workmanship. He's the author and finisher of our faith. We are a workmanship of faith. So we have to look to him, the author and finisher of our faith, to have faith to run this race. Thank you very much for listening today.